if you find it. Oh, sorry. Evening, gentlemen. All right. Good evening. How's everybody doing this evening? What's going on, fellas? Uh, some chats are just flying in here during the yeah, intro. <laughs> David, you know, he's uh, 1760 Sports. He says, JD, he loves the melons. <laughs> <laughs> Love to shoot them. Don't like to eat them. Hey, Doug. <laughs> yes, we are. 2A junkies, and we all are. So, tell you what, we got a big show tonight, I guess, here. So, I think right away we're going to start this off like we do each and every live stream and that's with the second amendment a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed boom i tell you what we say it every time this is getting more and more important each and every day it seems like those 27 words so you bet so tonight we got a guy on mr Andy Elliott from Blade Rain TV out here from Watford City. Right, Andy? There's Andy's logo right there. You can find him on YouTube. 
And Andy, Andy's a, Andy's a huge Second Amendment advocate as well, just like Clayton and I, which we're going to get into. But uh, first of all, Andy, why don't, you, why don't you give us a little background about yourself, uh, where you're from, how you got here, and a little bit about Blade Rain. Well, most of you guys know, you can probably tell from my accent, I am not from originally from North Dakota. <laughs> no! <laughs> you would have never guessed it, huh? You didn't even uh, notice it. <laughs> I suppose yeah, you no, drive I... a truck with that accent. Oh, you know, I could 10-4. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> I, I got a pickup, but I grew up around here. <laughs> oh no, I got you, man. No, I uh, I grew up in the uh, I grew up in the southeast, uh, South Carolina, uh, pretty much on the the coastal waters there. Uh, probably about forty five minutes from Myrtle Beach, believe it or not. And um, I ended up graduating um, little town Mullen, South Carolina. Graduated high school there, and uh, kind of graduated and got out of there after I graduated and come out to the big sky country. And, try to trace the dream just like everybody did trying to chase the dollar down and one thing led to another and moving family out here and started a truck shop and started blade ring tv and the rest is history brother and here you are on so what kind of truck shop is he have andy a long haul or a repair what do you got yeah it's a line haul truck shop heavy truck shop um we don't work on the automobiles or anything like that it's just uh semi trucks things of that nature and work on work over rigs uh, mainly, mainly oil field stuff out here where I'm at in here, yep. Western North Dakota. Yep, I did because I did see some of your videos. You were you were working on a truck, so Andy looks like he's he's pretty mechan- he's a mechanic. He's pretty handy, right? <laughs> Would you tell me you worked for Cummings out out east, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah, I did. I, I worked for Cummings, and they had me all over. I worked back east and worked all up. Went to uh, Washington, Prudhoe Bay, Alaska. Worked up there. Damn, um, just kind of kind of been all over, man. And then finally, I, I kind of want to know where I wanted to sit, and I was like, you know what? I was like. I think North Dakota sounds about right. So yeah, glad to have you, buddy. Glad to have <laughs> you up here. Yeah, we yeah, got. Well, I, I feel I feel welcome here, man. I've been I've been out here. I've been coming out to Dakotas since '06 and moved my family out here in uh, 2012, 12, 13. So oh, you've been, been here a while. For, yeah, been here a while. Yeah. So what oh. made you get? Are you gonna read some of these comments here? Hey, Trav, I said Travis already said I'm un-American because I don't like watermelon. Yeah, he said he doesn't like watermelon, but he doesn't <laughs> like chicken, so we're good to go there. <laughs> so rack, rack adventure, Southern boy, you know, Southern boy at heart there. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. So Rack's adventure team. That's actually um, I'm I'm part of that too. I'm one of the founders of that as well. Oh, okay. and uh, we got a lot of boys down there we got uh, chris hawk down in florida chris johnson's down in florida now and uh we got vance bishop living down there in georgia uh we got some texas uh guys i mean we're kind of we're spread out all over uh mm-hmm. our buddy roy he moved from florida up to tennessee now so uh we're yeah, planning man. a big hog hunt here in january so i'm heading down that way in january it'd be fun so how you how you boys going to hunt hogs down there i just gotta ask uh, as far as where or yeah, no, like how how are you gonna hunt them when you get down there? You gonna? I'm gonna be using my rifle. Um, uh, that's what I take along with me. I usually take my 338 Lapua. I take a handgun, oh. <laughs> and I take a. I've been using my 220 Swift. Believe it or not, that's what I've been using. Oh, you but, wait. Uh, you get you. Some of them southern boys that's down there. You got to get with them. You gotta. You got to get the dogs on them and get the Bowie knife out, man. Been done. Been done. You, oh, you've been done, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, in fact, uh, and I don't know. We went fishing that day. I wanted to go fishing, and we had an opportunity. I didn't know they were going to take the dogs, and the, the guy's place where we hunt, his son-in-law, took the dogs out, and our buddy Whalen, oh, yeah, he was out there, and I think Eric both. <laughs> uh, Eric's listening tonight. They're out there stabbing with knife. I, that is on my bucket list in January. I want to kill something with a knife. <laughs> Primal, baby. 
That's cool. And, uh, I, I want to get to Texas and go fly in the chopper on my buddy's ranch down there. Oh, that looks awesome, man. That would be fun. I so really we got uh, Dave Fettig, Andy. He said uh, he's currently spectating from under an X-15 Cummings. He's dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. Currently spectating from under. <laughs> Buggies, yeah. Uh, Rax, I bet that's Vance out here. But, yeah, the, we got a buggy down there we use of Chris's, and uh, it's built, if I remember right, Vance can chime in here. I think it's on a 79 Ford frame, and you got to see this thing. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> So how'd you get um, how'd you get um, Blade Rain started up here, Andy? Did you start that before you came here, or when, once you got up to North Dakota? How'd that get started? No, so Blade Rain, Blade Rain TV it kind of started after I got here. We had a uh, we had a local show uh, back east. Um, had two of my buddies there. Um, we lost one of them. Uh, he come home from war. Was dealing dealing with some stuff. So um, you know that's kind of a long story. And then the other, we kind of lost to cancer, and we were doing mm. something local there, and then. When I kind of came out here, it just kind of kind of started something new, you know, a new adventure, and then just Blade Ring TV kind of come to life and just kind of started visiting myself, and you know, something I kind of wanted to do, you know, brings me brings me back outside, brings me into myself, and gives me some peace of mind, you know, get out with the family and do a little hunting and enjoy it, and kind of get. Were you a big bull hunter out east too, or did you kind of take to that out here? Which how'd that get going? Yeah, no, I've always I've always been a big bow hunter. Um, being uh, back east, I grew up mainly bow hunting. You know, we had some shotgun hunting back there, but uh, big bow hunter there. Never never killed a whole lot of big deer. You know, back east, I know it's a touchy subject for people, but you know, you can't you don't you don't measure you don't measure the meat up by the size of the horns, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I did uh, notice that it, from from listening to podcasts and watching outdoor show hunting shows that yeah it doesn't seem to be that that as big of a deal out there as it is here to, to people oh, but, no. yeah well, I'm kind of a hard. snob that way I'm not going to lie to you so. well I, I kind of you know I, I JD I kind of envy you this year because uh, I see you were bragging on Facebook there that you uh, you got a deer tag this oh year. yeah I'm Jack a rifle man. tag yeah <laughs> yeah 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 baby oh I know man it's been dude it's it's been it's this will be the sixth year I have not drawn a rifle tag for buck out of North Dakota oh brutal well yeah the it's the unit that I'm in but uh you know there's we got some nice we got some nice mule deer out here mm-hmm. and oh uh, yeah we, for sure we still got some nice whitetail in certain places you know i mean cwd got a little bit of them when we had that drought here a couple years ago but mm-hmm. it, it didn't get them all you know i uh that's a touchy subject too and I, are you seeing any nice white tail up there oh yeah no we got uh we got several uh good nice ones uh over down on the yellowstone there that we're uh keeping our eyes on a couple upcoming couple shooters but uh trying to Make sure that we don't pull the trigger on the wrong one this year. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. I see Vance was to sit down in Georgia. They just uh, get a license and go. And I, I think they got a ton of deer down there. Yeah, you got way more deer out down that way than up here. For sure. I gotta oh, say, yeah. I got my tag again. Go figure, right? Yeah, <laughs> that dang big land barons. You know they get that uh, gratis yeah. thing. <laughs> I, I did get my tag, so um, I, you know I got. I have to say, I finally seen some whitetails moving around here. I. Well, you know, EHD came through here pretty hard you know, two years ago yeah. and really wiped a bunch of them out. But it's nice to see them coming. And, you know, Jamie and I were talking about this a while ago. We weren't seeing any um, any fawns. I can tell yep. you right now, a lot of them got fawns with them. Some look pretty young, but mm-hmm. some are, were born, looks like, on time. I'll give so, you the report after this weekend. I'm heading yeah. up to Golden Valley this weekend. So I, Here's yeah. another thing I noticed. You know the mule deer that were hanging out here, Jamie? Yeah. They're gone. 
They're gone. Really? I don't know where they went, but the whitetails have moved in. So take it yeah. for what it is. They'll That's probably way. show up again this fall, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> That's just the way it happens, man. The so, Andy, so weird. Do, you, do you hunt on – do you have your own property up there? Do you hunt – because I noticed – I seen a picture there where you got, the, you got that feeder up in your camera there, and I seen a few of your pictures. Is that your land or you got a landowner you work with? No, that's uh, it's a landowner. Um, okay. he's, he's got he's got about twenty five hundred acres, and uh, we nice. work with him, and um, he we pretty much run everything through him by him, and he knows what's going on, and kind of help him managing the herds out there. And mm-hmm. you know, he's the, the biggest problem he's having, you know, is uh, it's it's not been able to harvest a nice buck every year. It's just they're not not giving away enough doe tags, you know, he because mm-hmm. he asked me every year, he's like, can you harvest a couple more does? Can you get some more does out here? And I'm like, no, I, you know, I can't harvest no more than what I got tags for, you know. And yeah. They're just, they're just tearing his crops up and eating everything up. But, uh, you, know, they, and you know, Clay and I, Clay and I actually had talked about that before. Like if, the, if there's a unit that had a lot of does that need to be taken out, there should be no reason to, you know, give them to bow hunters and let them guys go out and snuff them out. But I don't yeah, know. Sure. They, you know, there's units with doe, with rifle tags. Um, Clay lives down 3F2. I get, there's, there's going to be a ton of doe tags left for rifle down there. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, there is, and uh, there shouldn't be. I mean, there might be some buck here. tags left. Actually, I haven't looked yet, but yeah. I haven't either. But I can tell you right now, um, I'm going to be real, real particular. I mean, as far as it goes for me, but uh, even if I let anybody hunt this year, unless I see if I if I don't see more numbers, I might not even fill my tag. I just huh. uh, I can tell you right now, between the bad winter and EHD, it's been a tough. It's been tough mm-hmm. on the deer around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that and that those meetings, you know, we we've been to a lot of uh, those meetings. DNR had, you know, we were we were talking about this with the HD on the private land with this baiting law, you know, that we were dealing with up here. Oh, and yeah. they were trying they were trying to blanket everything, and I, I <laughs> reached out. I, I I mean, I'm I'm a liner nation. I mean, I reached out to Luke and I told Luke, I said, man, I said I don't know what's going on. I said, but we we need some help up here, you know. So uh, I know I got Hunter Nation involved, and then. Um, John Arnold oh yeah, he was up Bismarck. here at the Capitol. Yeah, he was he here or did he do a um, a video? Because I know the guy Uncle Ted does the nightly show with there. Yeah, I uh, I you talking about John himself there at the Capitol? Who, who are we talking about? I guess I got yeah, a, yeah, the guy who does the nightly nudes there with Uncle Ted. He was oh, he, oh he yeah, here, yeah, he Mark, did a video. Mark. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Keith there Mark. you go. Yeah, yeah McMillan Adventures or whatever used to be on yep, with the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. So I mean, they 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 kind of helped push back, but. I didn't, I didn't realize at the time we were dealing with this that I got hold of uh, – I had talked to John Arman there in Bismarck, you know, mm-hmm. that does the Ultimate Outdoor Adventure. Oh, yeah, I'm friends with John. Yep. Yep. And uh, I didn't realize that there was already a coalition kind of pushing back against this here uh, in the state. Big time. Yep, yep. And oh, I yeah. Just kind of got behind that and then kind of got them involved. The next thing I know, you know, we had some legislation to get passed here. So it was a, it was a nice thing to be able to see. That they kind of stepped up to the plate and kind of listened to us because it goes back to what you said, Clay. You know, we we are the steward of our own lands or the lands that we hunt and manage. You know, Absolutely. if we we're gonna do something, we're gonna do something. We're gonna do it to the best of our ability to protect the wildlife that we hunt and we spend our hard-earned money on. You know, so it's yeah. just uh, it's it's the way of life for us. But some so, some, uh, polit- some political leaders don't see it that way. If this is working correctly, it looks like it is. Here's Blade yeah, Rain TV stuff on YouTube. Yep, there, um, right there. You better right see it on there. Uh, yeah, like we got some. 118 yep. video. I love this. This ain't Hollywood. We hunt and we love doing it. I like <laughs> yeah. that. There you go. Uh, yeah, so we got, you, of, we got a lot of stuff on there. Um, everything's not on there. Um, there's some stuff that we've kind of been holding back on because we haven't okay. launched full platform 
document uh, yet. It's just kind of tidbits and some highlights, you know, with the uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. So mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going to happen here next year after his 24 election before we probably go full board with anything. Yeah. Do you guys have a website or you just got nope. the YouTube channel? Nope, just the just the YouTube, okay. Facebook, and Instagram pages. All right. What's, what's your uh, big what's your biggest one, Andy? Because I think Facebook's probably our, our best one. We do have a lot of we do have a lot of subscribers on YouTube as well, but I think for our live stream and stuff like that. I mean, I get a lot of shorts on YouTube that work good, but but Yeah, you know, I, I guess it really I guess it really depends. Um for the most part. I would probably have to say for for the amount of time that it's took probably to get the little bit of following that we have on uh, Facebook. I acquired that on Instagram in just a few months. So I, okay. I, I think, you know, it just depends on whether you're doing reels or where you're doing posts or shorts. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, we get a lot of traffic everywhere, just uh, kind of all over the place. Man. Yeah. I actually got rid of our IG that, that almost did nothing for us. So maybe yeah. I don't, maybe I don't know what the hell's going on on Instagram or clay, but yeah, Facebook <laughs> and YouTube are working great for us. So yeah. And I've really, my wife, my, my wife, I, I, I got to bring this out, boys. My wife commented on it. She's like, I want to get my first deer this year. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Is that your wife that chimed in there? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, Sandra. Awesome. Yeah. All right. There it is right there. She's going to get her I first deer this year. Yeah, is she, right. she bow hunting or is she going rifle? What's she going with, Andy? Yeah. Uh, well, I can get her set up. She'll be bow hunting with me. We'll, okay. We do a lot of ground. We do a lot of ground blind hunting, um, especially out here. You know, you guys ain't a. Uh, I coming from the east, coming out here. It took me a while to learn how to hunt oh, this grass out here, man. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> a gate a blade of grass over your boot in most places. Of you. Yeah, you know, yeah, especially out where you're at. Oh, dude, it's just you got you got to use the draws. You got to use the draws in the canyons. And um, <laughs> we we had some guys come out from Texas last year, uh, just south down in that's uh, probably South Dakota is there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's all you know that side of South Dakota is just like it is in Western North Dakota. And those guys are coming out antelope hunting and they, they come out and they're like, man, he's like, how do you guys hunt this? Like, there's no animals here. It's like, I can see as far as the eye can see. And it's like, they're here. Dude, trust me. They're, they're there. I'm like, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta hang with me. And I was like, we'll, we'll get through this. And um, Good they glass. left. Good glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We glass brother. So Andy, when you, when you bow hunt, what's, what's your choice there to use the fixed or a mechanical for your broadhead? What's your no, choice? You know, I, I kind of, I kind of go back and forth. I, I've, I've always relied on my old four bladed fixed mechanic, uh, fixed blade muzzy. Yep. Um, but, uh, Josh over at triple point last yep. year, he created, he created that, uh, Clovis broadhead. Um, I don't know if you guys probably seen. Oh yeah, I watched some videos on it. That looks deadly, man. Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's deadly. And uh, last year, um, you know, we hunted with the Clovis all year, and it proved itself time and time again. And he's put that thing through some tough animals, even even the most baddest, thickest hide animals that you can possibly get your hands mm-hmm. on to over in Africa, and and it's performed um, time yeah, and time and time that. again. Yeah. So. I guess so. I'll tell you what, we're coming up here about uh, 20 after the hour. I was kind of thinking, why don't we take a quick break? We'll, we'll go. That's yep. a good, good place yep. to take a break. Thank our sponsors, and then we'll come right back with Andy All right, here we go. Elliot from Blade Rain. You bet. And the 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. 
It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. All right, Dad. You know, I know Axe isn't on tonight, but he must be busy. You might be working late, making some money there at the shop. I don't know. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Keep that sponsorship rolling. (laughs) There you go. So David uh, Fetting, he chimed in here, and he said that uh, it's like that Bill Engvold joke. You can't push your wife out of the tree stand. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Vance there with racks. He says, yeah, it took some getting used to when I lived there. But the hunting experience up there are the best I've ever had. Great land to hunt, great game. And and I got some really good hunting buddies there. And that's true. Vance has been, you know, I've known him for a long time now. Yeah, he came up here. You know, he's from Florida originally. And uh, he spent some pretty tough winters up here. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I helped him move back to Georgia, and uh, I think that was the first time I really kind of went down in that country other than when we went down hog hunting. So that's how that all whole thing happened. So now, I got you, you. Know, north, south, it don't matter. I like going down there and visiting, and uh, I'll go back. I'll keep going back for a long time. But, yeah, Vance so, is a good guy. When you got your feeder there, Andy, um, what, so what, what do you put in your feeder the most like for your feed? And I mean, if you got, you got uh, mineral you put down too, what do you use for that? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> this time of year, I've been, I feed a lot of mineral out there, you know, in the velvet and especially when they coming out of winter here. Um, but you know, we use a lot of lucky buck mineral and a lot of, uh, mineral from, uh, going wild products, Aaron over there in Wisconsin. He's, uh, they make a good product as well. Okay. And, uh, we're, we're feeding them the beets, the apple, and they got the pumpkin and the squash and dude they they tearing that the, stuff up man right now the muleys get on that too or just the white tails yeah the muley believe it or not but you know it's, it's just like clay was saying a few minutes ago it's weird because the diversity that we have where i where i'm able to hunt here um mm-hmm. we got the river bottom and then we got the badlands and and it's weird because oh, yeah. you you the mule deer it never fails come winter they move to the river bottoms in the whitetail leaf, I cannot tell you where they go. I don't know. It's like they do a disappearing act, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, and then, and, then, and then here spring rolls around, and when turkey season opens, it never fails. The mule deer leave out, and the whitetail move back in, man. It's like everybody just packs their bag and says, okay, now, you know, I've, I've, I've spent enough time here. I got to go explore somewhere else. So it's weird, but they, they do, um, and they, they share. And I do feed a lot of big time as well. Um, but they, they share the mineral bait, the mineral sites and the bait. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, they mule deer have their, they're a little bit more picky than the whitetail. I would have to say. Yeah, they are. To the for yeah. Sure. I, I they, think a lot of that do. has to do with, with breeding grounds versus, you know, to come back to oh, certain yeah. areas to actually uh, have the babies. Uh, I'm, I noticed that I got two quarters where just uh, there's nothing over there during the summer. I guarantee uh, you though, about August, September, things start coming back. Because the does yeah. come back and they start, you know, they bring in their babies with them, their fawns, and then uh, the bucks, that's the breeding areas, what I can tell. And then they drop. That's where I find probably 90% of the sheds from our places over there. Right. That, the, whatever it is about those two quarters, that's their home turf. And uh, I'm okay with that. I love it that we own them. <laughs> so, well, have you, Clay, have you seen any, or either JD out there, have you guys seen any fawns hitting the ground yet? 
I don't tell you what, some... Andy. I was out um, two weeks ago, and I, I saw one muley fawn. That was it. And nobody else had seen him. But right before you came on, Clay and I were talking. Clay and I, Clay said down at his place he hadn't seen any any nope. either. So, Clay, uh, tell Andy what you saw. I've been seeing here this week. Yeah, now this week I've been out there, you know, doing some hay and, and doing some fencing. And guess what? We got fawns on the ground. Um, I hadn't awesome. seen any really up till here in this past week. So that's good to see. Some got the spots. I can tell some of them are pretty dang new. But uh, some of them I've been seeing are actually, they've got some some size to them. So they were probably born good month ago. Just didn't oh, see yeah. them. But it's good to see because I can tell you right now, it was looking pretty meek. I know on June 10th when we did the, the prairie dog shoot over no. in Selfridge, none of us had seen anything. No. I hadn't even hardly seen any deer. No. So I'm glad to see them now. It's it's just good well, to see them. I mean, I hope so. Them. I was worried that winter made all these muleys board so i mean i'm i'm gonna we'll see what happens i know i was i was on scott's show on saturday and he said he hadn't seen any yet either so um got we got a question here for andy says do you see any antelope on the sweet feed no no antelope man i um see mountain lion believe it or not (laughs) that doesn't surprise me though um antelope generally i mean I've, i've been living here my whole life it's like in a bad winter they will sit by a haystack and die before they'll eat it. Yes, they, they will. Don't eat it. They'll rather paw down when they can't paw down. You better put Lynette's comment up there, Clay. Oh, did Lynette join in? All right. Yep. Oh, there it is. Yep, Hax and I are here for sure. Wouldn't miss the best podcast in North Dakota. Appreciate <laughs> Thanks, that. Lynette. Appreciate that. <laughs> Eric's got on here. He said, yeah, he goes, we got lots of fawns on the ground. So Eric lives about, oh, 40 miles be southwest of me and uh yeah evidently he's uh seeing some fawns down there so that's good news yeah. guys that, that, that they're yeah. out there like i said when i'm up there this weekend I'll, I'll have a little better read on it my buddy john's coming with and and uh he's he's definitely into he he got a, he got a muley doe tag but he's jacked up for for me and my buddy about half of us got buck tags we usually do but um i got yeah i got your number andy i'll, I'll, I'll keep you up to speed on what i'm seeing up there buddy yeah that's a good yeah. deal that's and, good. Uh, I, I know out of South to, out of South Dakota because, well, I haven't seen a whole lot of fawns drop up uh, here on the Yellowstone. That's the reason I've asked. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but I, maybe they're late, man. That's that's good. Maybe. I guess I had do believe it or not. Um, we had bucks dropping headgear here just like just like maybe two weeks before uh, turkey season mm-hmm. opened up. Now, yeah, they're hanging on long. Line. Yeah, they were hanging on to them. Really Same thing here. The bucks I did see. Boy, I was like, wow, what, what are they doing with, with antlers? <laughs> Usually they're gone by now. But, yeah, yeah, I noticed that in a lot of places. I, you know, chime in. Anybody else has seen that? Because I've heard of others saying, wow, they held on to them for a long time this year. So You were saying, too, Andy, how the deer move in and out. I know at our place, it's in our big uh, main pasture there. It's it's mostly mule deer. And, um, I mean, there's been years where I've we've been out scouting and all we see is just dink bucks, you know. And I was like, man, there's no bucks here. And man, I tell you what, that opening weekend, I don't know what happens. We're like, oh, I don't know if somebody's out. All the road hunters are out driving, chasing them around, but they seem to show up. And you know, use the like, just like you know. So like this year, I got mine. I'm gonna try not to get discouraged. And because you're scouting, man, you like to see them big, heavy muleys with the that oh, velvet. Yeah. You know, gets you all jacked up. Oh my god, how big is he gonna be? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you, Andy. I've got, gotten to the point where I, I almost enjoy scouting and watching them as much as I do hunting them. I don't know how you are, but man, I just I love sitting there watching watching deer do their thing. I get a kick out of that. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Well, we have a place to be able to do that out here. You got to yeah. have, like, like we said, you got to have some nice glass to look through from <laughs> yeah. afar. But, uh, what do you, what do you use for glass? Uh, Vortex. Vortex. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I got too. The HD is oh, yeah. a big one. So yeah, I got yeah, Brunton, yeah. and I, I like my Bruntons, but I can tell you right now, they they don't make. They're not doing it anymore. Uh, when I was hooked up with the NRA, they were a big part of the program, but their binoculars yeah. were just fantastic. They really are. They're yeah. clear. They're good in low light. Uh, I'll put them up against any of that stuff, but I can tell you right now, their scopes. Yeah. Even if you see them online, <laughs> go ahead and pass. So, what do you got for uh, your bear archery, right, Andy? That's what your that's what your bow is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm on bear, Bears Pro Staff uh, here for uh, 23. Um, we shooting bear. We've been shooting bear the last couple of years here. Kind of got back to our roots. Yeah, you just got yeah. back from one. Actually, did you get one then? I actually know, man. They uh, the bear. I don't know what it is, man. Either Idaho don't like me, or the bear. I whenever I walk in the woods, <laughs> I'm bringing an evil presence because. You can ask my wife, dude, I have hunted and hunted and hunted. And <laughs> it's, you know, a, a bear don't have very good eyesight, but they can, they can, they can smell. They can smell. Yeah. And, you know, and run. You, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. They can get away as fast as, you know, they get there. But um, I don't know. I'd, uh, I've been hunting Idaho the last two years and mm-hmm. it's kind of treated me rough. I did get a chance at a bear last year, um, but I don't know where it came from, but you know how you, the magical twigs grow out of the ground that you hit oh yeah somehow another your arrow ends up a tree so <laughs> yeah uh, however that happens but you know it, it happens you know so i i missed opportunity there and it's just like i jinxed myself or something because it was game over and i'm curious what's the ibo on the boy you're using uh it's about two about 285 oh, or so. wow, i didn't even have fast then, huh Oh yeah, well I'm shooting the new Execute uh, this year. I got it jacked all the way up, and uh, you know it just depends on you know draw links. I mean they got the 30 to 32, mm-hmm. so uh, I know the 30 is a little bit faster than the 32. Just depends on what a guy wants, you know. I mean they, yeah, they they make a they make a great bow for you know the entry level entry level guy kids, you know all the way up to your experienced guy. So it's kind of what I like about bear. Do you, they, they, that's what they offer. Do you notice that um, when you turn it down, is it more accurate? Do you lose a little more accuracy as you crank up the speed or not? Uh, you know, it's what, well, bow hunting's what, Grace, right? You know, it's all about how uh, the agility of it and you pull it back. So, mm-hmm. the, the, of course, you know, the smoother you can draw it and shoot it, the usually the more accurate you are. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's everybody's got caught up on speed all these years. And, oh, yeah. I, and I understand speed's nice. But speed ain't what kills. Quietness yeah. is what kills. Yeah. And, uh, hey, accuracy, man. If you're not – I don't care. Like I said, I, my buddies That's have hunted with 300 wind mags, and you don't hit them right, and them whitetail get away from them, too, or a muley. And yeah. So, <laughs> I got a 6.5 feet of works. It's great. What's that, Clay? I'm sorry. Accuracy is everything. I, oh, I used yeah. to hunt with a swift. That's what I started out with was a swift, and it was legal oh, yeah. in South Dakota. I tell you what, it probably made me a better hunter. Because I wanted to make sure I got closer, and I wanted to take. I did not shoot unless I had a good, clean shot. Because I didn't want to be chasing it. So it probably made me a better hunter in that aspect. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's the one gun I had. It was the one that my grandpa had given me. So didn't have a lot of money back in them days. So I was happy to have it. And now I have <laughs> all these choices. Yeah, you got all you need now. <laughs> and I still grab my two seventy, the very first gun I bought. That's a, that's my favorite. And, um, I, I love it. I see Rack's adventure team wants to know how the pheasants looking up there, Andy. Oh, uh, we got a lot of pheasant, man. Uh, really? You know, I, really? Yeah, believe, ah. believe, believe it or not, dude. We we covered up 
Um, I know we've had a pretty rough winter this year, but for the winter that we've had, um, most of the birds was able to uh, get down in those river bottoms and survive the winter uh, there really? on the farm. Wow. Yeah, so Maybe. we we got a pretty good bit of birds. You they do a lot of like bird hunting, or are you just heavy into the bull hunting at that time of year? I I do at times. I got a buddy uh, that lives over near Minot near Sawyer, um, oh, okay. North Dakota. There, uh, I go with him from time to time. He was actually uh, when I worked for Cummins all those years before I stepped out and did my own thing. He was actually my boss, and uh, we we go we go from time to time. I haven't been in a couple of years, but uh, I don't know how what the bird situation is over there. You know. Uh, between south of Minot there. I don't know. It's been a while, but I know. Who do you shoot a 410 then? Oh, no, no. Usually, <laughs> usually, usually a 12 gauge is usually overkill, you know. <laughs> uh, I just had to get that in there. You guys you just don't know Andy. He's, he's a large American, so I had to get a little shot on him. There we go. We need to use not just a 410, Jamie. We need to get the Taurus judge out. The there, we go. there we go. We'll go with some bird hunting. There you go. There you go. So uh, Keith, see, Keith O'Donnell chimed in here. He said he likes his Brunton. So, um, you know, and I don't know if you've ever used that stuff uh, as far as their glass. But, yeah, I said I love my binoculars. I think you had your binos there and we were prairie dogging. Down, yep. so. Good good, good binos. They really are. Uh, Eric's got on here that he saw a mule yesterday that is going to be a smoker this year. <laughs> he goes, but he's on private land that I can't get on, but he's within two miles. We're just going to have to lure him over there. You know, how He'll move. He'll move. <laughs> Just get some of that going wild product that, 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 that <laughs> apple and, that, <laughs> and beets that'll pull him over there <laughs> well, what's david got here david's got that's kind of a fud caveman <laughs> bigger gun bow heavier projectiles fast as the best i'd rather shoot a 308 <laughs> win and a 55 60 pound bow <laughs> yeah. i'm a 65 creed guy in a crossbow so I was I was gonna ask you, Andy, what was that uh man, you had that like little pistol crossbow thing and that thing was smoking at like three fifty. I saw you shoot that target on your video there. Uh I'm trying to remember which one. Now there's been a couple different ones that we had you're, looked at. Um, you were by your shops there, I think, and you had a target set up there and that, that thing was pretty sweet. Oh, that's uh that's a uh my buddy Dirk uh sent that to me. Um that is a ballista. When that little ballista yeah, uh, yeah, like that's a little a handheld pistol, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty so, pretty cool. It's a pretty cool little deal. Can you put well, uh, can you put broadheads on there for anything, or is it just like a kind of a target? Oh yeah, no, you can you can put broadheads on it. And shoot it. Oh. I think those, those are like up to about twenty yards, fifteen twenty yards is about the max on that. Um, you know, you don't want to get out there anything past that because you know you're losing you're losing a lot of speed there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those, those guys are bow fishing with those things, and they're doing all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff with that stuff. Hell yeah, man! I mean, it's people, compact. People got. People got truck guns, man. You get a truck crossbow. They're a home defense crossbow. I mean, because I think it was, it was like three hundred and something, wasn't it? For your the speed I, of the yeah, bolt, like three twenty, like because they, yeah. they got, I think they make a reverse. I think they make a well, they make a regular bat and a reverse bat. I think the reverse bat is like three twenty or so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in in inside of a home defense situation, that's going through uh, it's going through an intruder like butter. I'll guarantee yeah, you that, everybody. That would be pretty cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, I actually I actually told another guy about that. I was like, man, he's like, you know what? He's like, that's a pretty good idea. I'm like, no yeah. joke, man. I was like, can you imagine one of those bolts with? You know, uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen it, how they do in the South with some of those gators. You know, they got those bang sticks. Yeah, so can, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
dude, you you hit somebody with one of those an intruder coming in your house, dude, it'd be all over with. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like that crossbow idea though. You'd see, you'd see him and get him, and then you'd just freeze up when it go through, and be like, yeah, man, you're dead, and you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's another that's another heated hot topic of the whole crossbow thing, you know. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've discussed yeah. it here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, last night I was listening. I listened to a lot of the latest podcast. I, I had to make a run over to Missoula, Montana to go pick some engines up. So I, I've been, I've been up for the last almost 48 hours here. So, oh, um, yeah. You're going to crash I, and burn, aren't you? Oh yeah. Well, I'm always running and gunning, you know, I got to sleep. I guess I can sleep when I'm dead, but I got to, got to make the money, got to make the money to support the habit, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, uh... Yeah, but, yeah uh, no, crossbows are, it's a, you know, we just saw in Minnesota, um, we just did that on what Jay's show. Yeah, Monday we did it on Jay yeah. in the crosshairs on KFYR Plus, yeah. Yeah, because we got a, we got a show there every Monday morning, after, well, afternoon for you. Afternoon for, for me. me. Yeah, we got the hour difference. But uh, they actually just passed the deal. It's going to allow <laughs> crossbows now in their regular archery season and of course now they're seeing a spike in crossbow sales and yeah. i'm really barely though that was the thing it barely I'm really going to be watching that because i want to see what that does and yeah. how it affects things because in two years you know i'm planning to bring that again through the legislature and see what we can do so i'm going to use their data to see maybe maybe we're wrong maybe maybe we don't want to pursue it but we're yeah. going to find out <laughs> I keep giggling because Matt Simon's got a comment. He says P dogging in quotes when I said that he goes, means something totally different to me to you than me, JD. <laughs> I got uh, you, Matt. I got yeah. you. Yeah. and be pre dogging it. So yeah, Andy, we did that. We did that show and then the, the guy at the couple bow shops were like, Yeah, we were selling like one a week and we were, he said, I'm just going from the hip, maybe one a day now. And then, of course, they had one one guy on. He said it wasn't real hunting, and he owned a bow shop. And then I, I told Clay, I said, in the gun world, we got FUDs who think all you should have is a is a your three round rifle and your double barrel shotgun. I go, this yep. this guy here's a FUD of the bow world, dude. <laughs> oh, you know? I mean, I, I run into these archery guys that I mean, they were they don't like compound bow hunters because they think you should be using longbow, yeah. you should be using the you know recurves. I, it just amazes me how many different factions you got the same thing going on in the archery world that we do in the firearms world. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's I think recurves little... are cool, man. When I, when I was a kid, that's all me and my buddy shot. We had recurves. We had you know, we had targets and and we shot them and never really hunted. You know, we maybe got some gophers or something now and then pure luck with just the field, the field tip. And man, we hey. were celebrating like wild men after we did that. But <laughs> I don't I had- know. I had to put this comment up. Uh, Andy's wife says he's the Energizer Bunny. So, uh, there you hey, go. Kudos. Tip the right hat there. Oh, <laughs> I just need somebody to change my D batteries every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot. Uh, I've got, my wife will tell you I'm into a lot of different things and always constantly going and doing things and just, you know, just, uh, might as well do it while, might as well do it now, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> Because when You're I not get getting older, any younger, like no, I'm not getting any younger, man. That's for sure. You know, holy but, guy, are you, Andy? I'm uh, this year I'll be 43. Oh, lucky man. bastard, I'm 52. 
turned yeah, 49 this year. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't feel there's days that I don't feel 43 because of the stupid stuff that I had done in my younger years. <laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> well, Eric so, Newman know. chimes in. He says, compound bulls are bulls with training wheels, according to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and right, he's right, according to his dad, because I know that I know Eric uses a compound bull. Yeah. Well, Eric and I did a video after Second Amendment Day, just kind of comparing. He had yep. his, he had his uh, compound, and I have my crossbow. I still, man, Andy, you you edit some video. We take a lot of my, my I had just actually upgraded my phone because I couldn't store all the videos on there. Yeah. Yep. Every once in a while, I'll make one of my kids sit down and help because I can edit them, but they're way faster running a phone than old dad is. You know, <laughs> they make twenty bucks doing it. So, <laughs> and, and, hey, if anybody was wondering, Andy, um, Andy, you you did uh, you think you just bow hunts? You went on a big elk hunt there, what? Right, Andy? I watched your video. You went to Oregon, right? I know oh, I said yeah. it wrong out there. It's Oregon, but I say Oregon. I'm hey, it's I, hey, we whatever. Call it what you want, but uh, yeah, no, I I did. Uh, I drew uh, last year. I drew a rifle tag out of the Columbia unit for a bull elk, and um, you know, I, unfortunately, I mean, we can hunt elk here in North Dakota, but you know, who knows when you'll draw a tag, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I I was able to draw that bull tag out there, and I was like, I dude, I was like, it might be a rifle tag. I was like, but. I'm not missing it for nothing in this world. And, and it, and I, it was, a, it was a good hunt. Uh, I went out there with hunt Oregon there in Eastern Oregon, there over by Pendleton. And, um, uh, they got, they got, uh, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, they got, a, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of, they, there's a lot of whiskey there, but they, they got a lot of land and nice, yeah. nice ranch. And, uh, and what's unique about their, um, Eastern Oregon where, where we were at, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of trees, uh, where I ended up harvesting that bull. But that's because I was down in Columbia unit. There's a Hepner unit, which is north of there. And uh, believe it or not, I, I, I put in for that tag for this year, and I did draw another bull tag. So I guess Yeah, it looked I'll pretty bare there, moonscapey looking almost to me. Yeah, he was up on a he was up on a ridge. We were down we were down in the bottom looking up, and uh, that the video I know I kind of put a sneak there. peek of what was going on there. Yeah, right there, guys. I, that's it. Right of, there. I'm kind of playing it right there. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we uh, we that's not even the bull we were actually after. Uh, the bull that we were after was a he was a big dark chocolate horn bull, but he was with about three hundred cows. And me and the guy we we talked <laughs> and talked, and I, and I was like, dude, I was like, if we get on this bull, I said, there's going to be so many eyeballs. I said, this is going to be nothing but sheer luck, right? So, and uh, in the midst of stalking that bull down, uh, we run across that bull because we did do a stalk on another set of bulls before I actually got a shot at the particular one that I was able to harvest. And uh, there goes that group of cows. Oh, wow. That that's a big group of cows. Yeah, that's there. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just bare there and they're just out and like, yeah, out in yeah. the middle of... it's a lot of farm country there, you know? So it's just, it's really, it was, it was different hunting for me. And I, and I knew it was going to be different, uh, you know, coming into it because I was told like, it's not going to be what you expect. And uh, it was not what I expected at all, but it's still, mm -hmm. It's still vast. It's just like Idaho, straight up or straight down. So you know you gotta, right. you gotta make sure you hit the gym before you get there. But uh, <laughs> what'd you use then? It was a three hundred wind mag you had, right? Because you dumped him pretty good. You made a heck of a shot. He went right down, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, I actually awesome. uh, he I hit that bull twice before he actually hit the dirt. But I did miss him in between the first the the first shot and the last shot because i was trying to take a shot he was running and we were scared he was going to go up over the ridge mm -hmm. and i was able to get the shot without cresting the skyline but as he tried to go up 
he was hurt too bad. So he turned when he come down and then he presented that, you know, that broadside shot yeah. when he turned and then it was, it was over with, man. How, how far was out away when you nailed him? Four. It was 398 yards. Nice. Oh, nice. What green bullet were you going with? A 150 or something yep. bigger? Yeah, it was a 150. Yeah. So that's okay. the one right there huh? that we're watching yep. right now. Oh that's yeah. Him. Oh, that's yeah. him. Yep. The one there in the rear there. Yep. He'll, you'll see him go up. He kind of goes up. I did, you know, of course, did some fancy video edit in there, but it kind of goes <laughs> up because, well, the cameraman, what's crazy is the. Oh, we know uh, all the, about that, don't we, J.D.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, fir- the first shot, he, I don't know what happened, but the, the camera, the camera didn't actually capture the, the sound of the first shot. Okay. So uh, it kind of really, you know, in the walk going back, I don't know what happened, but uh, in the video there, but the second shot, you definitely can that one that put him down you can definitely hear it when it goes off but uh it was a hunt of a lifetime awesome that was my nice first bull. first bull elk um mm-hmm. so it was uh it was great to be able to have an opportunity to go over there and hunt with those guys and offer me the opportunity to do it and just good people good place i know they got some uh that looked like some, fun man that's for sure oh, oh yeah oh, for yeah. sure they got some cool. cow hunts available yet uh for 23 so if you guys know anybody just wanting to go on some cow hunts that possibly ain't never killed an elk or I saw you posted that on your Facebook page today. Yep, yep. They had a couple cancellations, so um, you know people's kind of been changing plans and doing some other things. But uh, they got a few open over there. If anybody, so let's out there. take uh, let's well, take another let's take another double commercial here, Clay, and then let's ask Andy this question here that Dave's got up. I think that's a good question. Yep, we can, sounds we can, good. We can, we can go over that with. So, all right, we're gonna do our double out here, Andy. If you, yeah, yeah, you're good. You're a trucker. You can hold yours for hours. <laughs> <laughs> The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lowry Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. And again, we want to thank our sponsors, Lauer Auto Repair, down there on 309 South Washington Street. I tell you what, if you need some work done, if you're ever stuck in Bismarck, Andy, you got to go down and see uh, Axe down at Lauer Auto. He'll get you back on the road. So make sure I will, brother. Hey, man, if anybody uh, goes in, use our sponsors, make sure you tell them you appreciate them sponsoring guns in the 701. They love hearing that, and it only helps us out. So. Yep, All right, Clay, why don't you read this out here? Well, for, uh, David has a question. We'll all take, we'll all take a listen. I got, I got a good comment. So the technology thing. on the crossbows is insane. What is? What are your thoughts? Has it gone too far? 
or bring on the technology example example is the rabbins did i say that right a raven right raven yeah yeah they shoot like a baseball group at 100 yards with them all right <laughs> yeah well i know you know i'm you know david i i guess i'm not a real big crossbow guru myself um i have I have no issues with anybody using a crossbow. There's a lot of heated stuff out there about, you know, should you be able to use crossbow during compound season or, you know, however. Um, but as uh, far as the technology in the crossbows, um, I think that technology is good and it, it, it can go so far, but I think it's going to come to a point to where they're going to reach their max, just like they have with the compound world, you know, the vertical bow. And um, it, it's, it's, it's going to get, you know, it can only get better. It can't get any worse, right? So it's just like I I think that if yeah. they can make a crossbow that can shoot up to 200 yards efficiently, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I, I think rock and roll with it, man. You know, I mean, we can go out there and go blow some watermelons or something up. I mean, we can, we can have some fun with them, right? I mean, yeah, I, man, Andy, I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not saying out there and – and shoot a deer at 200 yards with a crossbow, you know, right. I, but That's you know, Jamie's I guess, favorite. I guess if you could, you know, I, I guess there's nothing wrong with it. I guess bring it on. I'm always open to new ideas, but um, my buddy, Josh, that's a very good question. And my buddy, Josh over at triple point outdoors uh, with the Clovis broadhead there, he is a Raven crossbow nut. And uh, you could probably reach out to him there on. Uh, okay, Facebook. man. They make. Uh, I didn't know they made crossbow, bro. I'm, all right, I'm hitting them up then for sure. Oh yeah. Well, well, the thing here's the beautiful thing about the Clovis broadhead. Um, you can shoot it out of anything. It don't matter. You know. You know. You got over the years. You got different broadheads for different things: vertical bows, crossbows, whatever. The Clovis, you can shoot it out of any crossbow, any vertical bow, any speed. Awesome. It don't matter because the faster, the faster that sucker runs through the air, the more it just loves it. Sweet. So it's just it has a, he has that Earth Tech magnet uh, technology that retains those blades and that keeps the blades from rattling and doing all kinds of crazy stuff there. Good, the yeah. I so mean, it's it's rocking and rolling. Because I, I like my muzzies, man. But that that little rubber ring on there, eh, you know, they got that new collar. But I'm not. Hey, muzzy, I'm not. I, I love it, man. And things that work. The two the two bucks I've killed. Tried been, and true, man. Tried and true. They always have been spectacular yeah. kills. But so, so here's I'm my. Like, Go ahead, Clay. I was, I was I'll go ahead and say, finish and, this up, then we'll go on to the comments. My answer here. to uh, what I would say about the technology and shooting farther, um, I my crossbow would go it's three eighty, and I'm I've missed the biggest buck I would ever got bow hunting with it at sixty and seventy yards. I shot under him both times, but yeah. I've never I would never think about even trying at a hundred yards with that. I could. But it's like if it's like with my six five Creed and there's a deer out there at eight hundred and the wind's blowing fifteen, I'm not taking that shot. Mm-hmm. But um, first of all, when you're bull hunting, Andy, maybe tell me what you think. You, no matter what you're shooting, even if you got a raven, you still have to be able to have that deer come to you. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You can have the best bow you want, but if you're on on hunting grounds where you're not having any deer come in, it doesn't matter how far you can hit it with. If there's no deer around, right? Oh yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, it's, it's just like our, it's like any other, any other uh, weapon that we use. You got to be comfortable enough with it to be able yeah. to take the shot, you know. So, and it, and it's all in, in in the individual, you know, because you know, Clay, you may be good at fifty yards with it. JD, you may be good at you know hundred yards or hundred fifty, and I might not be good up to twenty yards. Who knows, you know? So I, I just, you know, maybe it's for some people, maybe it's for not. But uh, I uh, just, it's one of those things that. Uh, you know, you just got to know your weapon and know what you're doing, and uh, you got to be able to make that ethical yeah. shot. 
because we want to make sure that we we do it right when we do it. And that's what you're going to give. That Raven's going to give you a more ethical shot at a little longer range for sure. I mean, no matter what, people are going to take unethical shots, whether it's with a crossbow, whether (laughs) it's with your vertical bow, whether it's a 30-30, you got a deer out there at 400, somebody's going to start running the old lever trying to hit that sucker. Well, (laughs) proficiency with any anything you use to hunt with proficiency comes with using it and getting out there and putting stuff long down range. Um, your accuracy is going to improve it the, the more you practice. And that's, that's with a gun. That's with a, with a bow. That's with a, with a handgun. I like to shoot handguns. And I can tell you right now that a lot of people I know don't like to shoot a handgun, but mostly because they can't hit nothing with it because they haven't shot it enough. I don't know yeah. how many times I've run into that. And here, I'm going to put up what Eric said here. Uh, he says, hunters are our own worst enemy. People always fight amongst what they use. People need to pull up their big boy on these. As long as it's legal, shut your mouth. (laughs) You know, there's a lot to that. Um, To me, I look at (laughs) crossbow versus archery versus any, you know. To me, the more people hunting, isn't that a good thing? I mean, I look at at a crossbow as being something that probably would be a way to bring young people into it, just like I use smaller guns to, to introduce you know, my kids, when I was introducing mm-hmm. them to it and introduce any children uh, to make them lifelong hunters, lifelong gun owners and lifelong outdoorsmen. And I think anything you can get that has technology and is going to make it easier, you know, user friendly. Isn't that the, the idea of the computers and, and windows made it user friendly? Let's do yeah. that with our hunting equipment. Well, everything gets easier. Though. I mean, the more yeah. technical, right? Yeah. Cars, yeah, everything, everything. Everything, I guess. And that's the idea. Then we're gonna have more people. No, only shed, you only shed muskets in the Second Amendment class. Yeah, only muskets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but speaking on that, guys, I, I think the other thing too, you know, with with anything, whether it's you know um, archery or firearms, it's the simplicity, you know, in it. Because yeah. I, I I think about now um, when we going out and we're trying to film stuff and getting stuff on camera. You know, it's not easy. People think you just walk out in the woods and strap a tree and you <laughs> yeah. go grab a camera and you pull not it up even. and and then it happens and it and it don't happen that way. You know, I got mm-hmm. dude, I got camera on my on my hat, cameras on my shoulders, camera <laughs> on my bows, you know, camera on my bags. I mean, in, in most cases, if I don't have a cameraman yeah. and he's not following me, I'm having to capture that moment in, you know, my on my own. And that's very hard. So huh. the added equipment, uh sometimes I know that kind of does drive me crazy is I feel like I was I can have too much with me, you know, mm-hmm. so you're kind of fumbling around looking for things. And it's just like, it kind of, you kind of have to sit back and just kind of take a deep well, breath and just go, Hey, look, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta leave some of this stuff in the truck next time. <laughs> I, I took, <laughs> I took a camera and I took my lid camera. Uh, when we went out on the prairie dog shoot, I did yeah. use the camera. And even that, I mean, I got some video and I was reviewing it, but uh, it was a pretty tough day that day it was cloudy and then it was sunny. It's hard to see. And yep. of course, my eyes seem like they're not working as good as they as they used to when I was younger. And then my buddy Eric, the one who's been who just made that comment, he does a lot of filming, and he's got the same camera. He's got a lid camera. We both have Tacticams. Uh, I believe you're using a Tacticam as well oh, on yeah. your bowl. And yeah. the Tacticam is a hell of a good, useful uh, tool. But if you don't have that re- refraction, that that deal you put on your scope, like his wasn't set correctly. And we went to review some prairie dog footage this weekend, and none of it worked. <laughs> um, he had some great kills I and i was able to sell oh, dang, like, gotta do it again yeah. yeah i gotta go out and do it again now i will say i don't know what you use for video editing but i have a program specifically for video editing 
And that takes a lot of time. People don't get what it takes to make a 10 to 15 minute video. First yeah. the filming and then the editing. It's just amazing the amount of hours it goes into in that. Well, Andy, uh, I'll say this if you I got a video. Um, I didn't I didn't have a I had a do a muley doe tag for rifle season, and a bunch of my buddies have buck tags, and I, I was specifically there to film um, you know, everybody with me on the hunt trying to get a deer kill. And if you if you watch a video in November, my buddy Rob got uh, the biggest buck he ever got decent buck i mean not a not a massive buck by any means right. but um i got it on video i got the whole thing on video the, the stock and all that but guess what when i tried to sit up and, and zoom in on the deer the dang grass was too tall yep. so it screwed up the focus you hear me on the video just say screw it just shoot him <laughs> <laughs> actually I, I think i did Glad, i think i did see that jd yeah yeah but you know but you know what though that that's kind of that's kind of where blade rain tv in my mind it comes back to play because um you know hey like like you said there in the beginning this ain't hollywood you know th this is this yeah. is real I want to be able to relate to the everyday Joe, the everyday guy. You know, I mean, we don't, we're, we're, you know, we're just average people, average hunters. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I love to shoot nice animals. Don't get me wrong, but you can't yeah. eat the horn, you know, so it's just like, it's all about, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you got to feed your family, man. And, yeah. um, you know, but it's trying to do it while I got cameras out in the field and it, it just, it adds to everything else that you're doing. Oh, yeah. And you just got to be on top of your A game some days. And some days, guess what? Well, your A game's on top of you instead of you being on top of it. Yeah. Look, look what happened last fall, Jamie, when I sent the camera up. And, of course, uh, I, 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 I failed to yeah. give him a I, key. Man, I thought I had all this badass pheasant footage from opening weekend, man, and the battery man. was dead for the mic. Dead, and he was dead. Dead. Oh, man, man, that sucks, dude. It did. And, yeah. I, well, and yeah, now, yeah. like, J.D. and my <laughs> both now, we've got some Bluetooth mics that can go to our phones or go to our cameras, so we're learning to use yeah. it. And, yeah. But every bit of that is just more stuff you have to keep track of and yeah. all with you and where. And, but if you want to get good stuff, that's Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just want to throw it down and start having fun and do some shooting with sometimes. everybody else. But you're like, man, somebody's got to do this, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. And you know, how when, you know how when the weather's nice out, you know, when it starts to turn to fall a little bit and you get that crisp air. Uh, yeah. You know, the cold weather and those batteries don't do so well. No. So, no. Hard and then and, and last year, I, I know what you mean because I – I was getting ready to, which I actually did harvest the the, the animal, but uh, I hit record on the camera. And I, as I looked over and I was getting ready to hit the release and focus back on what I what I was looking at, the camera just said, "See you, I'm out." Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like you know what? I'm already here, man. So it's like I had to make the best of it, man. So yeah. I I did what I you know I did what I had to do, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's you know it's just it's all about you know everyday everyday. Joe, real life, real oh, people, yeah. you know, yeah, just you, you get it as you get it, man. Yeah, and it's fun. Absolutely. It's fun. I love it. So, all right, Andy, I tell you what, it's eight o'clock. Clay, let's hit some of these comments and yeah. uh, let's, let's do our, our, our poll of the week. Andy, if you want to hang around, you're more than you're welcome more to. Welcome, My friend, yeah. it's been great. Uh, we're, we're probably going to go another 30 minutes here. If you want to hang on, that'd be awesome. If you got okay. a role, understandable, but it's up to you, my man. So, no, uh, I'm, I'm with you guys. All right, awesome. Good. good. So, Axe, he chimed in. He says, hang together, hang separately. The anti-hunters and anti-gunners don't want us to have anything. You're right. And they, they're they they're united in the front that they're after us. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yep. The PETA people and the anti-gun people, they're all together. It's, uh, yeah, we're, we kind of probably learned to not fight so much within within yeah. our own ranks. That's very true. Yep. Uh, Vance says here, he goes, the object is to kill them and eat them. 
He says, what we use is irrelevant. There's a lot to be said for that. Um, I mean, yeah, what you use, who cares? As long as you're good with it, go use it, right? Yep. And then Eric put up there, he said, like I said before, I have a buddy that practices long range, so if he has to use it, he is proficient with it. Mm -hmm. But the key is proficient. And he shot an antelope at 118 yards with a compound bull. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's impressive right there. That's Yes, sir. You know, I, uh, it's, it's kind of <laughs> like when trying to do that with my, I guarantee you, I wouldn't try and do that with my, with my crossbow. <laughs> There's no way. Well, and, and, but it actually, Clay, we did that story Monday, right? Remember the guy at the bow shop said yeah. crossbows are actually not made to shoot repetitively. Like, like, no. a like a, like a compound yeah, like bow. They, they wear out and the strings are out. But so, yeah, they, he was talking about how you have to replace that string way yeah. more. Well, think about it. You're, you're pulling that back, all that always, pressure. Yeah, it's always cocked, you know, it's if you put spot and stock on. I still think that's why I missed that muley, Andy. I had that thing um, cocked. I was waiting at some buffalo berries, yeah. and I I was there for an hour or so before dark, and I saw this muley coming. I was going to go over and intercept him. Well, of course, he saw me, and then it was 60 yards, and it went <laughs> under him, and I, I swear I had a good hold on him. But, hey, my mom tuned in there, and she said, yeah. sweet job, Andy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right, Clay, should we, uh, you got another comment or should we hit the, the poll question of the week here? What Let's do you got? What do you got here? He says, just uh, Rack's adventure team. Don't, just don't let the filming sponsorships and expectations from all the keyboard sportsmen take away <laughs> from the passion you have for the hunt. Yeah, it, it, very, man, very, honestly, very it doesn't. If anything, I, maybe you feel this way, Andy, since I started doing, doing this with Clay, it, it's actually made me more into it. And it just makes me appreciate it even more trying to get my friends, uh, you know, like I said last year, I didn't have a buck tag, but it was probably, and even with all the snow and it, it, it was a, it was hard getting to our, to our hunting shacks and moving around, but it was probably one of the funnest hunting seasons I had, to be honest with you. Oh, oh yeah. I think it made me especially more passionate. You know, not that I was not passionate about second amendment issues or yeah. anything, but I bet I'm more now, but yeah. Uh, I mean, know, I, I love getting it on video and editing it and making it look good for people to see. And it, I would I watch an outdoor channel when it pretty much was first starting. And I mean, they actually had hunting shows that were real and people hunted, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. At one time, I was keeping track. It was a half hour show, and they literally only showed seven minutes of yep. actual hunting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and then the rest of it was a bunch of interviews and crap. And, you know, I don't want to watch that. I want to watch you go out and hunt. Uh, yeah. I actually got rid of the outdoor channel from my Dish Network package back when I still had that because I didn't like watching it anymore. Yeah, well, and, the out uh, the outdoor the outdoor industry TV is uh, big commercial. That, 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 that's that, that's another subject we could spend a whole another two hours oh, yeah, talking about. Again, talking but, about but that, it, it, yeah. it's definitely it's uh, let's Went put it this way it's it's big it's due for a big overhaul for sure. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. And and it's and it's on the way. I can mm -hmm. tell you Good. that now. So um, I know we uh, I, I do a podcast, the Bowman podcast, with the. Uh, Paul Romano and Josh and Cedric. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, on Spotify there. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. And we, Bowman, we, like it's not like Bowman, North Dakota. It's like Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, it's, Bowman. The, it's the Bowman. Yeah, the Bowman podcast. It's it's yeah. um, and we're actually going to be hitting on this tomorrow. Believe it or not, we're going to be talking about this topic and how the outdoor industry is okay. changing the way of life. But uh, awesome. I, I I I who was that? Eric that made that? No, the Rax uh, Rax Team Adventure. I know what you're talking about there because oh, yeah. uh, be, be it, being a diesel technician, trust me, 
I have my days. I deal with electronics all the time. So <laughs> I, I want I want to throw it in a pile and I want to burn it most days. And, oh, I, yeah. and, I'm, done, and I'm done with it. You know, Get so that AR just, you got with that suppressor and <laughs> light her up there yeah, like you did. Just her down, man. man. I, I know, but, <laughs> for, but unfortunately, you know, we're trying to capture the moment and I get it. But nope. sometimes I, I do leave it in the truck and it's like, you know what? Let's just go. Let me go be Andy today. This is what I'm going to do today. Well, it sounds like you're picking up some fans. Eric yeah, said he's going to go find John on Commie Book and, uh, and Brian, <laughs> our fellow MV. MV. He's glad to have another channel to watch, Andy. There ain't no real news on anymore, so might as well watch something and enjoy. <laughs> right Absolutely. on. Good yeah, man. Andy, if, if you ever meet Brian, hey, man, you and Brian are kind of the same. You guys are big old American boys, tough, big, big, huge guys. And <laughs> I was just talking to Brian and his wife this week, and they were in Bismarck. Um, bought some raffle tickets and bought some got some GNT 701 swag and hey Brian's actually the first guy I got on the uh, Freedom Seed membership. Yes, play. he did. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I, he was telling me that. Yeah, the, we have new memberships, so yeah, Freedom Seeds. I like that. We came up that's with that. Cool. All right, man. Let's let's hit this poll, Clay. All right, let's bring her up here. I, I gotta find it now. I know I just reloaded it, but uh, uh, where to go? <laughs> all right, so the poll. All right, I got it written down. Right, Clay, it. It's electronics. It. We were just talking about right now. There we go. There we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, poll of the week was what is your EDC knife, which is everyday carry. And, and, and Clay, I got to tell people, Clay didn't know what EDC was. And uh, I didn't speak millennial very well. <laughs> don't so feel I had bad. To go don't feel bad. Uh, Troy didn't know either. He texted me. He's like, EDC, that's everyday carry, right? So, <laughs> so the options, there we go. The options were number one, folding, fixed blade, switch blade, other, or box cutter. So the number one Clay was was runaway with what percentage was what Clay? Eighty three percent, and that was the folding uh, everyday. Crushed carry it. Eighty one votes folding knife, which didn't surprise knife. me honestly. No, no. Number two, nine percent comes in with the fixed blade. Yep. Then three, which I didn't know this many people had them, but I put no. It that one actually surprised me. Switchblade was five percent, and I'll be honest, that one actually surprised me. They even got five percent. <laughs> Yeah, and then other came in at two percent, and I would say box cutter was number five at zero. But other, I put box well, we cutter must have in there later. One. I went and grabbed this. We got one percent. Oh, okay, because a bunch of people were putting. I got a. I said well, box. I'll show yeah. you one here. Uh, I took. I got that one actually. I got to see one. Trampas has. Trampas Brenner. He had that one in there, and uh, uh, then we got a couple other comments here. Uh, Bob Crumpton. I work every day, so mine is a folding box cutter. Yep. Uh, Dave, which is Dave Fetting, he's got his shirt, Kershaw 1730SS. Yep. Small enough not to be a nuisance, but big enough to Love still do the Kershaw. task. <laughs> he's Love right. Me. I got me. I got several Kershaw. They do hold an edge really well. They really yeah. do. Yep. And Paul Helms, he's got a Kershaw live wire. <laughs> Travis Roy butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say, say what I responded to him about that. Too, and, he, and, uh, and Jamie responded, Travis Roy, about what I figured from an AK man. <laughs> And then that AK-47. Was um, so you have to go watch last week's show and you'll understand what the AK man thing is about. Travis is a big AK-47 pimp, yep. Andy, and I'm, I'm a big <laughs> AR-15. I like AKs, but AR-15, far oh, superior yeah. weapon. Oh, yeah. I'm so, Andy, an what do you, what's, your, uh, what's your EDC, Andy? What do you carry every day? It, it's, a, uh, it's a folding knife. Yeah, okay, what well, brand you got going? And you got a particular brand you like? or? Uh not not really just any particular. I like a, a whole drawer full of folding knives. So it's just yeah. whatever I reach in and grab and pull out that day kind of thing. I got you this know. one right here. It's a uh, buck um, orange. 
made in the USA buck. I don't know. Nice little knife. It actually holds an edge good. Uh, it's probably, you know, There's 50 my bucks. That's there you very, go. Very, very well worn. <laughs> so I'm curious, Andy, hunting season, um, uh, gut hook or no gut hook on your knife? Um, Gut hook for sure. Yeah, I'm a big gut hook guy myself. Yeah, my, my dad's anti gut hook. He gets his fingers down there. And shh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's been doing so many years. That guy's just funny well, doing it. Eric asked, uh, he says, What's your last name again, Andy? It's, it's Elliot. Elliot. Andy Elliot. Yeah. That's Matt Simon. Two L's and two T's. Two L's like and two T's. Says it's like watching golf 49 minutes of reverse Very mortgage small. and Pfizer ads, Pfizer eight ads. minutes of pain relief ads, <laughs> <laughs> and two minutes of gold. <laughs> yep, uh, that's about it, man. Oh, I tell you what, you're right, and it is. That's what outdoor channels a lot like. Uh, DJ's got also spring assist blade. Oh, yeah, I, I like the assist, I really do like those. Cobra Tech, man, that thing's cutting people just by the name of it, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, man. So, Clay. Let's, uh, should we go on to the top? We got one topic here. We we're going to hit on, like I said, this, uh, church yeah. security thing. Clay wanted to hit on this. Yeah, we can hit on that. So I thought, I thought it was interesting uh, when I was kind of come across. This. <laughs> Hold on. Like the Babe Winkleman show. I didn't see that one right at the bottom. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Keith brought that. Yeah. I missed that one. The Babe right. Winkleman. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That, that goes back. Don't it? Anyway, what I found interesting about this is that they had, a, they had a survey. They did a survey of like a thousand Protestant uh, pastors. They found out that 54% of Protestant churches in the United States now rely on armed church members. And, you know, I know we got states that don't even want you to be caring in their church. I, I sat on our church council for years with our own church, and I really didn't care what the law said at that time. It, it doesn't exist anymore in South Dakota, but I encouraged it. I carried all the time. I still do. I carry everywhere that I can carry in a lot of places I can't. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought it was very interesting that it's up though. In 2022, it was only 45%. Now it's 54% uh, than, than what it was in 2019. Uh, churches with armed private security fell from 23% to 20%. So you can see that shift, guys. They're saying, you know what? Armed people that are practicing mm -hmm. their Second Amendment constitutional carry rights, they're the guys to go to. And you know that makes sense. They're there, right? They're sitting. You don't know who they are. It's probably a big deterrent, just as anything is, if you don't know who's carrying. I, that's why I've always been a big advocate of, of the plain clothes people that are in schools. You know, mm -hmm. everyone wants to have an armed security guard at the door. Well, yeah, that's good, I guess, but harden it. But I'd rather have guys just like uh, on the flights. Yeah, they're plain clothes guys walking around. You don't even know who they are. That yeah. would definitely be a deterrent. Um, be one of the ushers, you don't even know it. Might you know? be, no. Uh, there was also a, a reply in there. It says relying on armed police fell from 6% to 5 So, you know, it fell a percent, and basically they're saying, you know, we're not going to – we can't depend on the police, and I kind of agree with that. Uh, <laughs> where I live, it's 20 miles for any police officer to get to our place. I think I'll take the armed well, why would you, citizen first. Are there armed guards that they were paying? Why, why would you pay them when you can have free security? Well, exactly. by your parishioners, who by your are, own parishioners. I can guarantee you most of them guys are, well we saw in Texas and other places how proficient these guys are private citizens oh, yeah. are with their Indiana I mean right there you, know, uh, you want to just ahead, I'm Clayton. just pulling up a graph here um basically they have a intentional plan for an active shooter that's 57 percent 
armed church members is 54%. That's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. That is their security measure. So 54%. And then it goes real radio communications among security personnel at 26. No firearms policy for the building, 21. Armed private security, 20. And uniformed police officers on site at 5%. So you can kind of see My how kid that... My just walked in here. That's what I was looking at. Oh, <laughs> that's broke out. So <laughs> here's you can't a... go back on that phone yet. <laughs> another <laughs> yeah, That's killing them, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, it here's another graphic here yeah. that uh, charted out. It says more churches have armed church members for security and fewer have no firearms po policy or an intentional plan. And what that's what they're getting that's at right work there well. is that... Uh, you know, no everything. plan. That works no out. No plan. Good. Yeah. Right. Armed church members are still <laughs> holding up fifty-four percent, and then they compared it to two thousand nineteen. It's the same thing, same graph we had before, just showing you the comparison from twenty twenty-two to twenty nineteen. So I, I, I'm encouraged to see that uh, you're starting to see these pastors mm -hmm. uh, in these churches. They, they get it. They, they know that it works. Um, we know it works. Anytime you have more guns, you have less crime. If you've got more people with more proficiency carrying, you don't even know they're carrying, you're always going to be safer in that room than if you're in a place. How many times have we seen it, Jamie? Where do they go? Soft targets, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, always. We we had a whole show when we were talking about when these shooters were out there and talking about how they chose to go a different place because guess what was there? It was a hardened target. Yeah. security guards and you know i imagine people i mean a bunch of the there. recent ones in the last year i mean they just came out and admitted it yeah absolutely and not only that a bunch of them said well i'm gonna do it because i need we need more gun control they're not listening to what we're doing maybe this will make them do it so <laughs> yeah these people a, are sick man they're sick they are they so i got a kick out of some of these um breakdowns here too clay I mean, maybe i missed it with my kid she kind of broke my concentration that's right i love her so <laughs> she's a good shot too uh when you're talking about uh, they're getting smart to this well the high, more highly educated these pastors were the less they were inclined to let armed parishioners in there imagine that right <laughs> imagine <laughs> that they learned so damn much at the college that they figured you don't need a gun in there to protect people well and if you even looked at some went farther into that and they compared male pastors to female pastors what do you think that was male pastors are more likely to select armed mm -hmm. parishioners 59% versus 30 36% of females. I was um, actually surprised by the the white pastors are 56 more percent more yeah. likely to do it than the African American ones for 33. Man, I mean hey, the the the, the, the black like Chicago and the black neighborhood down there where all these shootings happen every weekend. <laughs> I mean, you'd think these people would would see that, but I mean, I, don't, I guess they think that churches are immune to it. I don't Well, I, I think don't get there that is at that. all. I think there's some of that people yeah. believe that that a church probably is immune to it. I mean, well, it happens. Um, we see it happen. We've had it. You know, look what happened down in Texas. Yeah. It happened down there. Well, um, yeah. Here's your pastors with no college degree, sixty percent. They had a bachelor's degree, sixty-one percent, and then uh, if they had a master's degree, it was only fifty percent. So I guess the more education, the dumber <laughs> they got in the Second Amendment. I guess. <laughs> Imagine that, huh? Oh, uh, educated man. Now I really hate him. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that movie. <laughs> Little Tombstone there. I don't know if you're a Tombstone fan, Andy, but we uh, are. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> You'll love this. You'll like this one, Andy. Pastors in the South are most likely to select armed parishioners, 65%. They, were, really? they would come right up there. 
Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me either. <laughs> Baptists were 73%. Pentecostals were 68. Christian or Church of Christ is 54. Non-denominational, 66. And more likely to select than Lutherans, though. Lutherans were only 32%. Now, that does surprise me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I noticed they didn't talk to any of the Catholic churches. And who knows, maybe they wouldn't talk to them or whatever it could be. Methodists, they came in at 36%, and then the Presbyterians are reformed at 26%. Um, there's a, here's an interesting one. Pastors at churches with an attendance of 250-plus, they were at 74% choosing armed parishioners. Pastors at churches with attendance of 100 to 249, 66%. Um and in attendance, zero to 49 came in at 41%. So, but, you know, 41% of 50 people, that's still a pretty good ratio. <laughs> so you can't always go on that either. Yeah, I just thought it was in, there, in an interesting article. Um, I don't know why they decided to, to even do this survey, but I'm, it kind of brought some light to what's happening in our in our Christian community. It was actually higher than I thought it was going to be in percentage-wise, Clay, yeah. to be honest with you. But, you know, no, and, and and I'm happy. I mean, it was up almost 10% from 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we got one. <laughs> we got some comments going on here. All right, so. should, we, should we put these you up? Better get Sandra's comment up there. Uh-oh. On the bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, one thing I can say, I'm safe if my husband is with me. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, you are. And I can tell you. I that have my, no doubt. My wife says that too, but uh, most time now she's carrying. So that happens. Dang. <laughs> there happens. You Double safe. They do. They can't. Hey, better be better to be armed and not be armed. That's right. right. Better to not need it and have it than have it the other way. Max Adventure Team, I carry in church. Definitely carried when I pastored up there in Bullhead. And I, yeah, Vance, <laughs> I don't blame you in Bullhead over there. Yeah. By the way, we just had a shooting over in that area. I couldn't believe really? it. Really? No, we didn't. Nobody got too. hurt. They just fired a couple rounds off, but it happened just nine miles to the east of me in, in Watauga. Uh, the guy, I knew who the guy was, and he's always yeah, we need more gun control. He ended up going down the bullhead, and they finally were, yeah, we need more gun control. <laughs> Getting your target. What happened, what happened there in Bismarck there, J.D.? Um, there was a 16-year-old girl uh, at a party, and some 19-year-old who was already at a youth record, run-ins with multiple run-ins with the police, ended up being he was 19, he was already a felon. Oh. Um, I believe what happened there is he popped. I I, th- I don't know if he had a relationship with this girl at some point or what, but they were at a party. He uh, apparently dropped the magazine out of the gun. Must have not thought there was one in the chamber. Pointed at her head and pulled the trigger, and there was one in there and killed her. So, ah oh, man, unbelievable. Man. I mean, terrible story, but yeah, that's. Uh-huh. Brian Warner, he he chimed in. He says maybe some principals should listen to the pastor. Oh, big right time! On. They should. And <laughs> we we've, we've discussed the school boards. thing in depth, and they probably should yeah. be discussed again. But yeah, and they, and they just don't get it. There's some my my dad, he's a hardened liberal, and he don't get it. He just doesn't get. It. Plus, of course, he he thinks it's never going to happen in Lemon. It can happen anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, so. it can happen anywhere. Matthew Simon, of course, if you know Matt, if I'm going to be martyred at church, I'm taking some ears with me. Yeah, with me. <laughs> I love it. Make a necklace out of them, I suppose. <laughs> Legends of the Fall, right? Yeah. Uh, Eric Newman, if a mass killer comes into our church, there is no need to even call the cops. cops. He says, we'll just call the funeral home, come pick up, up do their business. And that's pretty much how it would be at our church, too. Just 
just respond and uh, mm. pick up the pick up the bodies. Should be that everywhere. I mean, and these guys have quit doing. I mean, I'm saying they're going to totally quit doing it, but I guarantee you, it put a huge, huge Where, gash into the percentage of these guys doing. Wherever guys there's resistance, it will it will make it yeah. stop. Now they yeah. might go somewhere else, but they they definitely yeah. if they knew there was resistance in churches. Sure. Yeah, I mean, some schools, of them just got a suicide. They're not going to go there. No. So uh, Lynette, yep. she says, yeah, and the local news said none. I'm, I'm guessing she's referring to that story you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was David. actually going to look into that a little more before around Friday with um, Todd Clay, maybe. Okay, sounds good. Well, oh, we're not, let's see. Yeah, it's Friday, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember which one we're not doing. We're going <laughs> to do one on Monday. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's Teach what's on it can't be shot at church if you aren't there. <laughs> True statement, I guess. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. yeah. All right, Clay. <laughs> what, what do you so what do you think? And Clay, are we gonna we gonna do a two-way bullet point? Or should we go into Clay's it's 820, man? I think maybe we so should what, just go Clay's commies uh, and let's do one more timeout and thank our sponsor, Laura Otto, and then yep. we'll come back. We'll do Clay's commies. We'll do Clay's commies. We're gonna we're gonna do the happy ending. ending. So all right, here we go. I'm actually gonna redo this because we're we're still I'm still saying spring in this commercial. Doug, I'm sorry, we're, we're gonna have to oh, redo this, Clay. We, gotta we, redo we, that we can't change it tonight anymore. <laughs> They want me to go off the cuff, which would probably be pretty sweet too, but whatever. <laughs> the 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. All yeah, right. baby. Yeah, we'll have to redo that, won't we? we can get yeah, we are. Thanks. Hey. Thanks, Lauer Auto. You guys rock. Blind guy, you're awesome. You guys patronize our sponsors. Make sure and tell them you're happy they're sponsoring guns in the 701. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, Andy, before we before we go into this, I don't want to forget, you got any of your sponsors, man. I know your sponsor. We were talking about it. But, hey, without sponsors, uh, the bus rolls a lot harder, man. So if you got some <laughs> sponsors you want to name off, feel free to do it, brother. Man, I just I just want to really thank everybody. Huntworth Camo, Bear Archery. You know, Silent Night Veins, um, Afterlife's Taxidermy Pro Shop over little pro shop over in Camii, North Dakota. Shane runs that and uh, just got a bunch of great guys that we work with, you know, Ozonics. And uh, it, it's just without those guys, you know, it, 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 some of the stuff is possible, but like you said, it's, uh, it can kind of get deep pockets, right? And so, oh, yeah. It don't, it don't make you as much money as you want it to make you sometimes, but it's all about <laughs> right. reach. And, you know, um, but yeah, I just want to thank all those guys and, all the all the uh, all the uh, people that's watching, kind of following along with our adventure and see what we're doing. You know, I appreciate it, guys. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, hopefully we uh, we hang in there and we can all make it through here twenty four, and we'll see what happens if if it, if it works out like I want to. Uh, we're probably gonna do something a little bit on a bigger scale, launch on a bigger platform, uh, maybe Carbon TV to start with. But I'm not mm -hmm. exactly sure what we're gonna do with big outdoor television yet, because like I said, there's a uh, there's a change coming. There's a there's a tidal wave, 
and mm-hmm. uh, that's going to get an overhaul. So we'll we'll figure that out. Well, if you we'll, get it in, don't forget the little guys here at Guns in hey, the Seven. Hey, I got you, bro. Hey, I got you, brother. I got. <laughs> hey, I got. I got the Guns in the Seven Hundred One sticker rocking on the. Black right. the Blade Rain trailer, man. Absolutely. Just, Andy's <laughs> got a sweet trailer he pulled around, man. Yeah, he does. Danny G, he's got the decal on there for sure, man. Bigger. That's awesome. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Hey, I, I got a, I got a big spot, man. We, we need one of those big ones. We can slam it right in the center in the back. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> perfect there. Talk to our boy down there at uh, Signs got, and Wonders. We got to get you a Guns in the 701 cap, too, Andy. There's no doubt about that, brother. For sure. Yeah. No, I've seen some of those awesome caps you guys had. You you guys sell out all those caps already that you had? We're pretty close. We got, but a we new got order. more. Some just came in today, and the other ones are on order, but we still got yep. some. What's your favorite color? You like the one black, or you like the the, the uh, neon one that Clay's got there? Or the, yep, those the black ones. The black ones are pretty sleek. The straight black ones. All right, you like the oh, you yeah. like the silver lettering or the gold? Oh, uh, the silver for sure. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah I seen I seen the gold one there. That one's pretty cool. It's got the camo on it too. Yeah, yeah. you want that? You want the black one though, right? With the silver. Yep, yep that right. black and right. silver. Right. And the patches. To... I don't know if you got them today, Jamie. Yeah, I did get them. I got them, Clayton. Yeah, you bet. Good deal. You bet. I got the, and I got the I got the, the raffle tickets there. Whalen Urban, when you listen to this, I'll be down tomorrow. Whalen bought a couple of them camo caps, so. So if David's yeah. still listening, you hear that? Jamie got the tickets, so that's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I got them for David too. You bet I do. Uh, yeah. And if we're not, yeah, I'm gonna you know shameless plug here. If you're not uh, familiar, it's uh basically here's our raffle we got going North Dakota Fire and Bureau, Grant Sioux County. It's a twenty dollar ticket. It's on a Noreen AR10. These are made in Belgrade, Montana. Chambered in a thirty odd six. We had some uh, customization done to it by mm-hmm. any engraving. Uh, they actually Cerakoted that gun in black. It's not the greatest picture, but that's the one we have. Yeah, I didn't do it any justice, I can promise no. you that. And it's got stainless steel custom engraved plates, which look pretty cool, guys. So if you want a ticket on that, get a hold of me or JD, and we'll yeah. get you set up. They're going fast. Um, there's a little better that's picture a little better. of that. And they did a fantastic job down there. You know, it's it's classy and simple. It, it wasn't really the vision I had at first, but I do love the way it turned out, so. Guys, this is a hell of a gun, and uh, tickets are going fast. So. Hey, look at here. Here, my dad called. Hey, dad, thanks for listening hey. to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, oh, I know there's some people listening to Golden Valley. So when dad comes into the bar, uh, give him hell. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So but. I got a couple here. He said, uh, Vance, he goes, great show, guys. Keep it up. Andy, we'll be looking out for your show. You're, you're going to get some fans there. I'm pretty sure of it. So. Yeah, good. And, hey, man, Andy. <laughs> your wife has to add man. to your hat collection. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andy, we definitely going to have to have you back on, man. It's fun having you on, but we're oh, not yeah, done. Man. We're not done yet, so don't 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 so, split yet. Yep. So David says bring the goods. He goes, that's a sweet BN36X and that's uh we got that gun from David at 1760 Sports Incorporated or LLC. He's mm-hmm. LLC. If you're interested in some uh FFL work there, Andy, we can hook you up. This guy, he knows what he's doing. He's right there in Mandan if you're ever over there. And I uh, I am an AR-15 pimp, and I have my hands on that thing. Like that, that is a sweet AR, yeah, nice and nice tight. AR. Got a sweet trigger, and you don't got to get rid of that junk 7.5-pound factory yep. trigger. I mean, <laughs> oh, the coating on there is real nice. Them inlays that Clay, like Clay was talking about, super it, nice. Yeah. Nice and light. It's a solid rifle, no rattle on that upper and lower. It's a quality, it's a quality firearm, so. All right. Well, then I guess that'll bring us. We're going to quickly go through, and I think uh, it's rightfully so, and that's going to be Clay's Commie Company. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it.
Little Russian there, you know. Comrade Putin would be proud, clearly. Uh, proud. <laughs> drink bread, drink vodka. <laughs> All right. So I kept it local here, guys. Comedy Company of the Week is oh, Laughing yeah. Sun Brewery Company in Bismarck, North Dakota. And I'm not even going to tell you where they're at because they're a comedy company. I'm going to encourage you not to go there. Um, they're owned by Democrats. I should say enough. So when we went in there and I was working for the NRA, when, you know, I helped out the committees as well, going around trying to find the basically sponsorships and donations for our banquets for the NRA Foundation. And I mean, I, thought that, I mean, this guy blew up at me and I found out he was the owner. And oh, the NRA, he, you just think angry of everything. Leftist. Angry yeah, leftist. angry left. Just think of anything and everything as far as the rhetoric goes. And that's what he called me. Uh, we had a blood on our hands. We're responsible for everybody's death. And I mean, this guy just come on here. And I was like, huh, well, I'm going to make sure everybody knows about this guy. And I did. I, I don't know if it hurt his business, but I won't do business there. And, uh, you know, obviously they're not a Second Amendment supporter. So I would encourage nobody to go in there. Well. What's that? He claims he is. He claims he is, but he's yeah. not. I mean, he, of course. Of course he's going to claim he is just like every other Demerat. They want your business. They want your money, but yeah. um, do Nobody not do business needs with this. 10 rounds to kill a deer. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's his name there from New York? The old governor Cuomo. Anyway, yeah. go on. But anyway, laughing. So that's, that's my comedy company of the week. It's very laughing. Lib. Mark. And uh, yeah, tell them to just pound it and don't go. There's other places. Go hit Rick Becker's bar. That's a better place to go. <laughs> I think he Definitely. sold it actually. Did he finally sell it? Yeah, he might have. I, I don't if think he, he hasn't did. keep, didn't the, he? Okay. The loof. I know that he had it. For the loof. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, uh, I cool absolutely place. know that the money Rick makes is going to go to constitutional conservative. <laughs> right. so, uh, go, go hit the loof. If, uh, if he still owns it, go hit the loof. That's the place <laughs> to go. That's my right. comedy company of the week. And we're going to keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. So we're going to keep it short, too, as you know what's coming up next right here. Oh, yeah. Just never gets old seeing that. Hey, Clay, by the way, Laughing Sun Brewery, you know what you are? Nasty person. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That is dead on the money. We, we, we keep it. that baby cute up all the time. Yeah. Thank you for the help, President Trump. We appreciate yes, it. And we appreciate you. All right. So, like, hey, man, there were so many Texas ones again, but I, I oh, sp yep. specifically looked for one, not from Tejas, and I did find one. So, all right. Here we go. Police were called to a residence in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where they make um, Barrett 50s. Mm -hmm. uh, the evening of May 5th, after a resident shot two home intruders. Reportedly, the, the two intruders were masked and wearing gloves when they broke through the home's front door, tased the family dog, and held a teenage resident at gunpoint. The homeowner, however, was able to retrieve his own firearm and shoot the two scumbags several times. One of the pieces of trash, a 52-year-old man, died at the scene. Yes. And the other, a 42-year-old man, was detained shortly after fleeing. He was taken to the hospital with multiple gunshot wounds and will face charges of aggravated burglary, attempted aggravated robbery, convicted felon in possession of a firearm. What? He didn't care about the laws? Oh, in possession bad. of a firearm during a commission of a violent crime. That, my friend, is a happy ending. One scumbag that's not going to bother anybody anymore and the other one going back to prison. Absolutely. That's always great. Hopefully, he plays, hopefully, hey, Matt, if you're still listening, hopefully when he goes back to prison, he plays some P-dogging. 
<laughs> as a recipient and the other one well he assumed the room temperature yeah. and is no longer he's underground world. like a prairie dog there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so david i'm right. gonna put one more thing david here chimed in he's that rifle's gonna make he's not about that ar-10 make any grown man a 12 year old oh <laughs> yeah that thing's oh, yeah. sweet man hey, the, that's it just get bigger don't they <laughs> and, yeah more expensive so all right so andy uh, why don't you give us uh, give us wrap up again here? Give it everybody your your social media and we and I got uh, it up right here, guys. Uh, Blade Blade Rain Blade, TV. Blade Rain TV at Facebook. You can find Blade Rain TV, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, you can hit us up there and watch what we're doing, follow what we're doing, and uh, look forward to hopefully bumping into some of you guys out on the road. You don't never know who you're gonna bump into out there. It's kind of weird. I bumped into some people in the Montana uh here i don't know last last trip not this very last bear trip but the trip before that kind of watched what was going on and didn't have a clue i passed them off a huntworth hat and they were happy and were tickled to death man so yeah so i got some fans out there so we're just growing uh growing some eyeballs and uh just kind of doing what we love to do man awesome my, and so my thought can... is jamie is if uh, we get our prairie dog thing put together where we just go shooting uh Maybe you'd like to come down in this this redneck country of the res and have some fun. Yeah. Hey, don't, that... don't worry, brother. Hey, I'll bring the pickup truck of Tanner out. I'm sure we can find some. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Man, it don't get much funner than that, does it, Andy? <laughs> my wife says I won't give me that I won't give her my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I, pro oh, I promise I her if I do it. have to sign anything. She'll be the first hat that she gets with my autograph on it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, your wife sounds like a character. She's kind of like you, I think. I think you he definitely like married fun. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't, didn't we all? Yeah. Uh, she yeah, keeps me in line, man. And she, yeah. she, you know, she's the uh, – She's the she's the queen here at home. So uh, without her, there's a lot of this stuff that couldn't be possible, man. So it's uh, you know, okay. is hey, it is. Dave, there from 1760 Sports, Andy, you gonna hook us up on the town, right? He said. <laughs> there we go. There we go. See another two hard, day hard enough to get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Andy, uh, give everybody your. Where can we find you on social media again? Uh, Blade Rain TV, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And like I said, those of you guys are listening on the podcast, uh, Facebook and uh, Commie Tube, I call it YouTube. If you want to find him on YouTube, it's just at Blade Rain TV. Yep, uh, he's Blade just Rain like TV. ours. He's got his own username, so uh, pretty easy to find. Go if you if you just go on there and search it, you'll you'll bring it right up. Yeah, go give right, go give some thumbs up, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Go subscribe, have some fun, and uh, again. Andy, like I said, too, after the show's over, Clay's going to upload this to uh, iHeart and, and uh, pretty much, like I said, every pretty, basically every um, on podcast platform you can. So I know well, you, you yeah. boys there on uh, Bowman, Bowman podcast. Not Bowman. Bowman. Yep. Yep. And, and, and the, Bowman, the Bowman's on iHeart, iHeart, Spotify. Uh, okay. Oh, it is on iHeart. Okay. Yeah, it is on iHeart. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm not, I'm looking up more on there then, but, but yeah, we're on there and Andy, uh, Andy's on there a couple of times. Right. And I said, you said you're going back on there next week on the Bowman. Is that, you said you're, yeah, going uh, I've been on there a few times. Actually, uh, we're recording, uh, an, another episode tomorrow night. Were those guys out of the Bowman? Well, there's a, there's a couple of different, uh, guys, you know, uh, you got, uh, uh Paul, he's from Romano outdoors. He's out from Virginia and then Josh, they're from, uh, triple point. He's from Ohio. And then Troy from Greenlight, he's Ohio. And then Cedric and uh, 
Oh man, Cedric and I'm trying to remember the other guy's name. I'm Sorry, horrible. Cedric, Andy, don't remember. <laughs> well, Cedric, well, Cedric, it's Caleb. Cedric is uh, down in the Ozarks, down in Kansas, and uh, and Caleb he is in Nebraska. So those guys have Seven Arrow Media and uh, C2 Media, and awesome. uh, yeah, we're all kind of kind of getting together, doing the uh, nights at the round table kind of thing, bringing a lot of topics to life, talking about different things and everyday everyday things that we do and you know stuff that people's fighting over and stuff that we yeah. need to be fighting for and not fighting for you know how that goes all right well all check right. these guys out the bowman podcast um andy's on there with them sounds like some good dudes it sounds like uh guys kind of got the same scent we got so we got to hang together just like axe said man absolutely yeah all and right Clay, so Rain we'll... tv guys go check it out on youtube facebook and everywhere else that uh they have their their uh where are we going to be out Friday, Clayton? Friday, we're going to be on Mitchell in the morning. Of course, that comes on at 7.40 a.m. Mountain Time, 8.40 a.m. Central Time, uh, 5.50 a.m. And I radio, radio Live and multicasted on where, Clay? Comes on our YouTube channel, Rumble. Come, Twitter, if it's working. I did have to ask Twitter tonight because it wasn't okay. working real good. <laughs> but, yeah, it's on all Sorry, of our Elon. Facebook. It's on all of our streaming platforms. And we're, I've got that set up pretty good. Uh, usually I can go live with that and don't have too much issues. I guess if Elon doesn't like we ask that, um, if he wants to get in the MMA thing, I'm, I can give him a little pimp hand like I did that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think we were just pushing too much through. Uh, with yeah, that's on. cool. That's cool. I'm. Yeah, you, can, you know, I wish Twitter would kick it off, but it doesn't. But And Monday, we're not going to be on um, – we're not going to be on KFYR Plus. It's going to be a holiday for him, so we're not going to be on in the crosshairs with Jay Dillon. Clay and I were talking about maybe maybe Doing popping something. on there. If we do, we'll give you guys a heads up. Because I'm not quite sure, Clay, if I'm going to Golden Valley Friday yet. That's probably what my dad was calling for. But, yeah. but uh, <laughs> No, and, and that's – tell you what, Friday on KFYR, we'll probably let everybody know whether we're going yeah. to be on. Yeah, yeah. Doing a, doing a special live just our, on our own on Monday at the same time slot. I was going to think if we do that, man. I still got this um, Patriots thing here from Marty ah, Beard. There we go. There yeah, we Andy, go. if you don't know Marty Beard, you got to uh, meet you, you, know, you know Marty, Marty, Andy? You ever met I don't Marty? Think, I don't think so, brother. Oh, oh man. You, you, <laughs> you're for a treat if you ever meet Marty. He's, he, that's a great American right there, mm. man. He'd get... First, he's going to want you to do is go coon hunting with him, too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's a passionate coon hunter, and he, he knows all about it, too, man. He's he awesome. Marty's an awesome dude. To the core. Where, yeah. where, where's he out of? He lives southeast of Bismarck here. Um, and I don't want to say the township he lives in. So I get it wrong, you might kick my A. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the blind guy, one of our sponsors, is a neighbor. They, it's about, um, I want to say. They call it Sawyer? Is that what he calls it? About 10, 15 miles southeast of Bismarck here. But I got you. Yeah. Yeah. He used to own the Turd Burglar. Um, it was a septic <laughs> pumping deal. He owned that for years. And before, oh. he, was a, he was a farrier and he worked for the state. And Marty's a, he, he was a teacher. He's a multifaceted dude. He yeah, definitely he was born a hundred years too too late. Well, Marty, bring it on up here to the river, man. Because I tell you what, we got some coons we needed to get rid of. <laughs> oh man, he's retired now. Look out, you're gonna be up there. I, I can tell you this: with, with Marty, uh, with his turd burglar, yeah, business, he had on the back of it said "Hauling Obama Stimulus." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him your number. He's gonna ask me, Andy. He'll get a hold of you. I guarantee you, Marty. Yeah, he'll 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 come up there for sure. He'll oh, yeah. enjoy his company. He's a he's a good dude. So, yep. all right, man. Clayton, 
hour 37 we better end this andy appreciate you coming on buddy it's been fun it's been awesome i hope you want to come on with us again sometime yeah. like i said i'll let you know what i'm seeing for deer let's you make even touch uh by the by the taxes with some pictures and whatnot and we'll kind of keep it on the down low if we're seeing any big ones but you know you know like those. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait we'll wait to disclose those on the uh yeah the, until we take a picture with yeah. it right yeah here we <laughs> all go. right there was no big ones except this one i got him right here <laughs> it's all about all the right. angle man it's all about the angle yes sir well, yes sir. with that guys we appreciate all the support we appreciate you watching and tuning in thanks to andy again from blade rain television and until next week guys keep your powder dry see you guys <laughs>